Welcome from the deep. I'm Mike the Finder. And I am Book of Brett. Yeah, we haven't been around the last couple, whenever. You know, I've yep. been in the hospital. Brett's been sick. It's been a long few weeks. It's fine. 2024 is awesome yeah, so, so far, far. So far, 2024 has been just one ball kick after another. Um, so we I haven't been super. Up my we, we haven't been super consistent. Uh, we're going to try to change that from here uh, moving forward. Um, and so we thought, what better way than than to bring back some consistency than talk about a new Shutter original, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, around Starring here. Starring actual people. Actual real people. Like, 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 like what <sighs> used to be A-list actors. Stars of such thing as, like, Snow Dogs. Jerry Maguire comes uh, to mind. Other things like that. Uh, <laughs> no dogs. <laughs> I have made it a point in the past to like make us watch Shudder originals because I am a big fan of Shudder. And I think that some of the stuff that they do uh, is very good, regardless of how I feel about Skinamarink. Um, a lot of the stuff that they do is very good. And they, they give a lot of opportunities to filmmakers that would not have these opportunities otherwise to get that's true. their films out in front of as many people as Shutter right. can do. So for the last week or so, I've seen a lot of advertisements on on Instagram and Twitter and my email and a whole bunch of other stuff from Shutter talking about this new movie Skeletons in the Closet. Paid advertising. And <coughs> yes, and it's got Cuba Gooding Jr in it. It's got Terrence sure Howard in it. Um and so, you know, it's advertised like, you know, like a real movie. Which right. is part, part, well, it, part of its it, deceitfulness. It does give off the vibe of being a real movie. The artwork and everything else yep. makes it look like it's a real movie. It presents itself like it super duper wants to. Then it is what it is. So I think it's important, especially coming off of the Night Swim episode that we that we did last time. Where um, you were all wrong. Where, where everyone was wrong, wrong but us, where, yeah. Where, where where we called the audience incorrect, yeah. Uh, and cool. we were we were correct in doing so, by the way. Yeah, uh, regardless no, of how wrong. any of you felt. Um, <laughs> uh, but coming off of Night Swim, you know, one of the things we said in that was like, we've been trying to watch movies with a more open mind, and right. and going into films with is low, not low expectations, but no expectations. That way, whatever it gives you, you're more open-minded to receive whatever it's throwing out there. Right. Right. Um, so when, when I went into, um, skeletons in the closet, I had no expectations because I didn't know anything about it other than shutter original Cuba Gooding Jr. is in this Terrence Howard is in it. Um, and they've been advertising it. And, I, you know, it's got just a little bit of hype behind it, or at least it did when we watched it. And that was all I knew. So Pulling it was, it was super easy. Yes. And it was super easy for me to go into this thinking, like, nothing about it. So, right. It's also easy <sighs> to go into it with high expectations because... Based on who's in it? Based on who's in it. And then I mean, we find be- out that everyone else who's in it Maybe isn't quite up to that task yeah. or up to that that level. So anyway, um, I mean, this mom has one emotion and facial expression the entire movie. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, it's, wh- it's it's it's, it's this. <laughs> 
So why don't you give us a synopsis of Skeletons in the Closet from 2024? We'll hop on over to the IMDb drive-in, see what they're saying about it over there. We'll talk about our impressions, and then we will give our final ratings after that. This one's gonna be this oh. one's gonna be complainy, just so everyone knows. This is this is yet another one where I find myself dragging Mike into my angry movie reviews series. Yeah. So why don't you give us a synopsis and we'll talk about it? Sure. Skeletons in the Closet is an instructional video on how not to film make that I'm sure is already being shown to film school first years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is one of, this is one of the best examples in recent memory that I can think of, of like how to not low budget filmmaking. So if we jump over to the podcast drive-in over here, Skeletons in the Closet from 2024, it is an hour and 38 minutes. It is a 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Sure does. <laughs> it was it directed sure by Asif Akbar. It was written. Hang on. Let me let me open this to a different page because there's so goddamn right. many of them. Because it's a list yeah. for this. Uh, the writing credits on this are Al Bravo, Joshua Cohen, Terrence Howard, Myra Pack Howard, and Koji Steven Sakai. That is, Do you a, think that's that is a lot of fucking people with their Do hands in this. you think... The only way they were able to get Terrence Howard and Cuba Gooding Jr. is if they let them write their own characters' dialogue <laughs> completely separately from what they already knew the other characters would be saying. So it's like when Blink-182 wrote I Miss You, they went into two different rooms and just wrote right. and came back and put them together and whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's that. That's what it was like. Like, okay, you guys, Terrence, you take your character. Cuba, you take character. The other 28 of us are going to go ahead and work on the rest of the dialogue. <laughs> And then we'll kind of just see what we have. We'll we'll kind of get like a you know a, a, a Ringo and McCartney situation going yeah. on here. Whatever comes out is what comes out, and we will yeah. edit it none. Uh, and so it stars Terrence Howard and Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, edit it. and Udo Kier. I think that it's important. Didn't you say? Uh, I I hadn't read this, but didn't you say the original director left or something? Yes, he left because of creative differences. I can only imagine that he was trying to make it better, and that made the writers and the producers mad, because then you'd have to change the whole fucking movie. I can only imagine that the original director looked at this and went, okay, it's got good bones, but maybe we'll sit, go ahead and move this, we'll go ahead and move this around. No! <laughs> no! Quick, bring me somebody that will make this as shitty as I want it to be. Yeah, yeah. Bring, bring somebody that can't direct, who has no vision. I mean, this is the most, un, and we won't get into it yet, but this has the most unmotivated, motivated, unmotivational, motivated lighting I've ever seen in my entire life. This is this is them going like, okay, we're gonna make it come in from here. Why why are why are we doing Rembrandt lighting in a dark room that only has one visible lamp? Cause cinema. Well, I would love to look and see what Asif Akbar has done other than this. Uh he was born in Bangladesh and raised in Cleveland. Um fucking Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. What are you talking about? So his previous movies are You're Skeletons of in Detroit. the Closet. Clown Motel, MR9, Do or Die, Mojave Diamonds, The Commando, Ace, and The Christmas Miracle, which looks to be a Christmas horse movie. Oh. oh, oh, oh <laughs> Morbid oh. Stories. 
and it just keeps going on like this of a bunch of stuff that Can we go back to Ace the Christmas Horse? What the fuck, man? Oh, come on. Everybody's got to have a Christmas movie in their lineup. Right, but not a horse. <laughs> oh, I'd rather this see like fun. a Yuletide yak. Oh, come on. This looks fun. It's it's about it's about Christmas on a horse ranch. Oh my God! It's by Li- Lionsgate produced it. Okay, no, we're not doing this. We're not Starring doing Ace the, the Christmas voice horse of John Lovitz as Ace the talking. Horse. What is happening? What is happening in Hollywood? What is going on? Are you guys okay? Are you all depressed? I mean, like, I get it. Drugs are hard. That lifestyle's rough. But are you okay? The Oscars get to you. I know you can't hear it, but I really would love to hear it. Easy, boy. Open your eyes. I'll just give him another Glasgow kiss. That'll fix him right up. Oh, I know you couldn't hear it, but John Lovitz put literally no effort into (laughs) that fucking voiceover that I just heard. Okay. Is it is it a voiceover like nay? He literally ugh, yes. Like That's about the amount of effort no. he put into it. So okay, I don't want to shit all over this director. Obviously, this guy is trying his best to do whatever he has to do to make movies. That's fine. You know, it's far be it from us to shit on somebody trying to make movies and and make art and stuff like that, right? Yeah, but it's a bad viewing experience, man. This is the thing, is when we go back over to Skeletons in the Closet here, it becomes painfully obvious that this guy really... and, And like you said, the original director left, so maybe he came into a huge mess and... His name That's is a good on this. Point. His name is on this thing, and he's doing the best with what he had. But again, this is the same guy that brought us Clown Motel. Ooh, look at that! Look, look at that Diablo-looking motherfucker. That's Tobin that Bell, ju- dude. Oh, I was talking about the guy in the Diablo hat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like he looks like a character out of like Diablo or. Diablo. Diab- Diablo. Diablo. Uh, so, yeah. The, put- I, you know, the poutine lovers, Diablo. Poutini. Like I said, far be it from us to shit all over this guy. He could have inherited a huge mess from the last director. Do we know who the last right. director was? <laughs> nope. Okay. That's fair. We'll probably... I, I don't feel Feels like Feels like it that. might be by design. Right. Um, but anyway, I, I think that it's... Important to keep in mind that a this is super low budget, um, yeah, and and b all of these issues. It had f- four or five writers, two directors. You've got Terrence Howard, which was also a writer, so I would imagine that he's probably a producer on this. If I had to fucking guess, he is a producer on this. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes on this movie that could have made it turn out the way it did, but. All we can do is judge what's on the fucking screen and not base right. this stuff on w- the shit that's going on behind the scenes. So what well, I want—that's the thing, though, man. The shit that's going on on the screen is a direct result of the shit going no, on. It it is, but behind but the you screen. can't you can't excuse what's on the screen based on the stuff that's going on behind. Oh no, because this gets no excuses from right. me. That, well, and that's the thing. It's like I, okay, we're saying the exact same thing. Yeah, we I, are. I see. I we see. Are. Are. We're yes. saying the exact. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Never mind. So I. 
what I want to do is I want to talk about your initial impressions with this. We'll talk about mine and then we'll talk a little bit specifics. Uh, there's not really a whole lot to spoil here, so I don't think we'll need to even go into spoilers because there's Which is a gonna make shocking, this so- there's a shocking little amount of plot uh, that is coherent in this movie, so it's not going to be that hard to not ruin it. Uh, ruin is a, you know, I, I use that term loosely. And then we will talk about uh, ratings and, and all that stuff. So why don't you tell me how you uh, felt about this movie? <sighs> Dude, I knew it was bad from the get-go. I knew this is going to be an absolute shitstorm from the get-go because we get this i don't have an issue with like the animation or anything but like with most things in this movie it feels like there is no heart put into everybody knew what this movie was and it feels like they were simultaneously on board to make the movie and off board of making the movie. I mean, it is there is a shockingly low amount of effort put into every aspect of it. The writing is downright fucking weird at times. The direction is basic at most, and that's why I'm say I that's why I'm not going to say the director is a bad director, but the directing on this feels like he was just letting things play out the way it was going to play out. Um, the lighting is weird, inconsistent. The color grade and color correction are weird and inconsistent. I mean, you'll have one scene where it's clear they shifted the lighting around too much for scenes like we'll have a wide, which is lit, and like most of this movie, is lit like a comedy or a soap opera. Super, super low contrast, real even lighting, which I could get I, I could understand at the very beginning. But first of all, the very beginning already feels like we're coming into act two of a movie that was never actually started. It it, it almost feels like act two starts the movie, which is really, really jolting. But I could understand if at the beginning, if we had like this like super flat lighting to give like, you know, character development, which we never get and give it a more lighthearted kind of feel to kind of migrate into something a little darker. I could get that. But we don't get that here. Sometimes it's dark and low contrast. Sometimes it's really high, uh, high contrast or dark and high contrast and, you know, well lit and low contrast. We get weird. There's weird lighting choices. Uh, the scene where they're with the psychic and there is a lamp. You can see it and it is hanging from the ceiling. It is off. And then there's light coming in from somewhere presumably a gaffer because otherwise there's no natural resource for there's no natural source for this light to be coming in it's almost like they just they really had to have everything rembrandt lighting it's like when we have scenes where you know under shadow would have worked really well we don't get that it's it's it, it dude this is the most oddly lit movie i've seen in a really really long time but again, that's not the only area where it doesn't feel like they put any effort in. Like every ounce of this movie feels like nobody gave a shit. It fe- it really does feel like nobody gave a shit, which is why I can't. I don't know who to fault for that. But, but probably producers. You can usually fault the producers for things that go wrong on a movie. Well, I I, I think that if we were to be judging this on effort 
it's really hard to put the blame on one person because not right. only is the directing pretty piss poor, but dude, the acting is fucking horrendous. And it's the lines they're it's, saying too. Yeah. So it's the writing as well. It, the script dude, the is the writing, the script yeah, itself, sorry. but beyond the dialogue, the script itself is so fucking horrendous. And the conversations that they, that the characters have between each other are so forced and like, like a first grader wrote them. It's Dude, the, fucking the, insane. That first scene at the bar where the bartender comes up to him and he's, he's like, do you want to talk about it? I, it felt like I was in Skyrim and somebody came up and went, hello, traveler. <laughs> and, like that's well, that, and, and, and there are so many interactions here where like, I know the term NPC gets thrown around in a very real world sense now, but these characters are, all feel like NPCs with a with a game or a situation that has no main character or villain. Yeah, I mean, I think that's again that's the fault of the writing because one hundred percent the dialogue between the characters doesn't feel natural, and it feels like somebody sat down and like this is what a human would say, and then right, wrote it exactly. down, and this yeah, is well, what another human would say back to that interaction. It's dude. It's the most Chat GPT script I think we've gotten. Dude, so maybe far. that's what it is. Um, and I real, I, I really have a feeling that that's what happened. Um, I don't know much about Terrence Howard and Cuba Gooding Jr.'s um writing experience. Um, but somebody done fucked up. Well, I on don't this think. One. Um, mm, let me see. But it does. I Cuba mean, Gooding Jr. Looking... is not a writer on here, but Terrence Howard is. Oh, is he not? Okay, um, I thought he was. Either way, um, it, uh, it it feels very AI written. Like none of this feels real. And, and here's the really interesting part about the aspect of it not feeling real. Um, I just watched Eyes Wide Shut for the first time last night. Oh, or at really? least I started the first it. time? Wow. I started it and then I fell asleep. But that's because I started it at 1 a.m., not because I don't like the movie. But throughout that movie, everything feels surreal. Like literally, in a, like in a literally surreal sense, like in the surrealist I, mentality. This, and, and because it, it, the thing I that mean, makes it feel like. <laughs> The th- you can't my point compare is, my- skeletons. In no, the no, 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 no. To- I'm not comparing them. <laughs> my point is the interactions in Eyes Wide Shut also feel very unrealistic and uh, right. um, uneven at times. But that's done and in a way this- that makes it the whole vibe that's- work. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is like even though th- it-, it feels that way on purpose, this feels like that kind of same the context of like the same feeling as far as it being disjointed and unrealistic, except this isn't a dream or this isn't supposed to feel like a dream. This is supposed to feel like you're going through a scary story, which it never is. By the way, there are no scares in this movie except for the scarecrow that comes on screen like real, real quick. And I couldn't help but think of Voldemort going. Yeah. Like there's these like real like quick cuts that we get with the scarecrow. I'm not sure what the scarecrow's significance was or what it was supposed to be personifying. That's but because, I that's feel that way about biggest, most of this movie. The biggest issue with this movie is there's so much happening. There's the skeleton. There's uh, the the Day of the Dead lady. There's the ghost. There's the scarecrow. 
Um, there's the mother, there's the father, and then there's Terrence Howard, the brother, the mob guys, which never gets wrapped up, by the way. That's a whole, yeah, the, yeah, that's, that, a, that's that got a wrapped whole, up. how? It got wrapped up because once, uh, what, once she agreed to give up her life and, uh, and Jenny's cancer was gone, that's when they said he's good. Because that actually took care of the problem, which actually right, is a but, major but plot they hole. Never, they never show. Would... They never show them tying all those loose ends up. That's that's well, my point. Is no, they, they do like this most entire, of this movie. You're told what to do. They know. do this entire thing where they bring these mob guys in, and he he borrows money. They show up to the house. This, that, the other. Her cancer Two days goes later, away, by the way. And then they never mention the fucking mob guys ever again. They don't. Yeah, they do. When do they drive up in a Bentley? They drive up in front of the house in a Bentley and then they call they call Miguel and Miguel says he's good and they say the cheesiest, most I've never sold drugs or done anything illegal line ever, which is okay, we'll move on to the next one. Like they're Amazon delivery drivers. All right, well, I'll take your fucking word for it because I could barely fucking uh, grasp onto anything in this movie at all. Uh, for well, me, I mean, what how I, was I going to rip it apart if I didn't pay What attention? I want to do here is read my fucking letterbox that I wrote back on the ninth. This is poorly written, filmed, 80 yard, color graded, acted, lit, has poor effects, shitty jump scares, bad editing, and everything else under the sun a terrible movie could have or not have for that matter. I had zero expectations going into this and still it was worse than anything I could have imagined. There's so much going on while simultaneously having absolutely <laughs> nothing going on, I fucking hated this. But it's not because it's terrible, which it is, but because it's fucking boring, dull, and dumb it as is. fuck. I know Shudder can do better than this. You know, it's funny. Um, uh, two things bothered me the most about this A movie. Fucking ADR, um, first of all, Oh, my God. The ADR was bad. Oh, my the, God. They kept saying Santa, Santa Morta. It's Santa Muerte, and it was driving me absolutely out of my mind that they were doing that, um, or not like doing it, but like that 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 was happening because it's like it, it's just it's it's such a popular thing now right now. I think they've got like I think the Santa Muerte movement has something like twelve million followers, um, and it was just one of those things where it's like, dude, this is the main antagonist of your movie and you're getting the name wrong that's because they didn't actually do any Care. research that's what i'm saying they dude, just is, wrote well, it and, 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 and again they knew what they which, were talking about yeah which ties into my other issue which is this is a really really cool concept uh the co i don't know I, I no no i no the santa muerte concept is really really cool i don't know how much you know about it that i know I, a little bit about i thought you meant okay. the movie no, God, no, everything's awful here. Uh, no, the, uh, the, but the concept of like Santa Muerte and stuff like that is really cool and you could do it really well. But when everything feels so off, there's nothing, I mean, a, a, and so um, lackluster, so uninterested or uninteresting, like, did the, what, 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 did you, what did you expect to get here? Like, they could have, they could have had scenes where they go to Mexico. They could have graded it in a much more contrasty, darker way. Like, like there's there's so much here that could have been appreciated, and well, yeah, but none I, of it, none of it, that, none, none of it's there. The the reason for that though is because it's a lack of focus within the script. Because, like I said, there's so much happening between the daughter's cancer, the 
the dad losing his job, the mom going crazy with the ghost, the scarecrow from her past, the fucking priests who apparently saved the mom whenever she was a kid. There's there's ghosts and and then you the wrap- dad that gets sandwiched in at the end. Yes, and then the mob guys, and there's so fucking much happening in this movie. Yeah, none of it is explained enough. None of it goes in depth enough to make any any amount of character progress whatsoever. And well, there and is all, yeah, there's no character development either. Be, that and that's because a it's an hour and a half. It feels like they wanted this to be like a two hour movie, but but I had to cut it down or something and they had to yeah, lose like, like the a first ton. act. They had to lose like a ton of stuff. Well, see, you keep saying the first act. I think what they're going for there is they drop you in the middle of this story so that at the end, when they go back to try to double back and tell you what was actually happening, that it, it's a whole memento type thing where they bring it around toward the end and shit, which is what they're trying to do. But it's, but it's done in such a piss poor way that it doesn't make any goddamn sense. And it, and it does end up feeling like the whole first half of this movie is the middle of the movie. So, right. Yeah. And, and and dude, that's how I knew what what I was in for from the very, very beginning, which part of me appreciates part of me appreciates them letting me know right off the bat. Hey, motherfucker, you're going to hate this shit. Well, and that's, what's so confusing is why shutter is pushing this so much. Like, because they have to, dude. I, I mean, they have. Yeah, I guess they have it's, dude, to. It's if they- so fucking bad compared to some of their other movies, like the Sacrifice Game. We both yeah. like the Sacrifice Game a lot, yeah. and that was a Shutter original, and they barely pushed that out at all. Like they barely talked about that movie, and and I've seen more ads for this than I ever saw for the Sacrifice Game. It's 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 like that it's like that grandpa meme for a horror movie. I'm going to make a horror movie. Okay, grandpa, let's go to bed. <laughs> but it does feel like people that that have no business making horror or under or, or people that don't understand what makes a good horror movie made this and they were just like we're going to make a horror movie and that's easy, right? Cuz it's well, you know, cuz it's shitty horror. Nobody gives a fuck. You can do whatever in shitty horror and we'll just throw um, everything at the goddamn wall and see what sticks and it's look up look up the cinematographer um and i believe his movie is called as we sleep and just look at the poster and things will start to make sense um hang on and then show people the poster what a producers um yeah exactly well dude this is what i'm saying when you got this many people wearing hats somebody's gonna fuck something up Okay, so the cinematographer here, uh, Alex Salahi. Salahi. That's what I. That's Salahi. Salahi. Salahi sounds right. Um. Oh, he's worked on Yellowstone. Wow. Uh, yeah, dude, that's the thing. Is like I saw some stuff for Christmas. I think that's how people are getting their start now. I think that's what's happening. I think that's how people are getting their start. They're making Christmas movies. I mean, none of this stands out real bad. I don't know. I want to make a I want to make a horror movie about or a Christmas movie about the chupacabra and call it Chris Macabra. Yeah, maybe you could, it also maybe sound- you could work with this guy. <laughs> 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 shitty. I don't want to do that. All right. Well, um, 
I don't really Wait. have too much else to say about this, to be honest. This I was do. Just, like, do you? I do. Okay. There's one more thing I want to point out. The, the wife, you, how fucking awful the wife is. I told you. She's just like this the whole movie. Yeah, she's... Every time. She's the, the time. worst actress in this film, and I don't know how she got it. She's, um, well, I think the casting agent might not have been a casting agent. <laughs> It's like, just get the intern. Let him do it. She's pretty. I want her there in the movie. Um, no. My, uh, gosh, what she's I want to talk she's about. She's in a cloudy with a chance of Christmas. God damn, dude. She's not in anything really either. Do they all work on these together? Yeah, probably. So, no. If you, if you watch Oof. Skeletons Up My Bottom... For any other reason, or in my in the closet, oh my bottom or in the closet. Yep, I was watching porn right after this, so I wasn't sure which one we're talking about at this. The point. Same level of acting, funny enough. <laughs> yeah, porn would actually be better <laughs> somehow. Mia Khalifa <laughs> blows these people out of the water. <laughs> ah, that's, um, <laughs> blows. That's funny. Okay, yep. so. If you watch this movie for if you watch it for any reason, please watch it for the very, very not the very last scene, but it's like maybe the second to third last shot where we get this man on the porch who hasn't been in this movie. He's, he hasn't been. It's not like we saw him in the background and we're like, hey, who's that guy? And then we see him at the end. It's like, what if we make a sequel? Well, how will we do that? Fedora man. And the best, and the best part is, is the snake guy at the end goes, "Don't worry, they'll be back." Like to, <laughs> to set up to set up a grand fucking sequel. Skeletons right, in right. the closet too. Like, dude, you're not the fucking wishmaster. Calm down, okay? <laughs> like, come on. But you're right. But no, the guy but on it, the it, fucking it, porch has not been in the movie at all. It doesn't I, explain who he is. He's no, not like he doesn't have something around his around his fucking no. neck that's like says I am death or something. Like Right, exactly. <laughs> or he's not, he's not like twirling an onk in his fucking yeah. fingers or anything. <laughs> it's just like he could be the fucking shop owner for all we know. He gets up out of his chair and instead of just letting him like get up and walk off, which would make as much sense as what we get, they take this thing, they take a shot where it's clear them having him walk forward and turn except they cut out the part where he turns and they just cross dissolved <laughs> from him walking forward to him going this way like what the fuck and to top off this shitty 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 fucking editing choice the camera just falls to the, to the porch <laughs> like clearly the cinematographer was like yeah oh awful Awful. And then they drive into the sunset and Snake Man goes, they'll be back. Right, right. And what what did I tell you over the phone? The CGI from Xena Warrior Princess holds up better than the CGI (laughs) in this movie. I mean, the part where he's in the church and the shit starts falling down, it's clearly like clip art that they just dragged in, put a couple points, and they were like, fall. And he's just like, ah! (laughs) 
And dude, the fire throughout the entire thing is green screen oh, fire. You can literally, they didn't even key all the green out in it. So no. you can literally no. see the fucking green screen behind the fire. And it's just, yeah. you know, it's just assets they bought for five bucks offline. And it's just, you know what dude, the whole thing, the ghost effects are really fucking bad too. That is clearly just, they didn't even blur the mom or anything whenever she's like popping up in front of in front of Valerie what's her name Valentina in this Valentina. movie Valentina um they didn't even blur the mom's face it's just her in front of a green screen and they mm-hmm. they don't even really color match it so it's well, it's that's... like it's just her superimposed like floating in front of <laughs> it's so that's be- that, that, that's because they green screened her with super bright lights in a white dress if you know you're gonna cgi this bitch for the majority of the fucking movie put her in beige vanilla would have worked better but white just absorbs all that green but speaking of the mom can we talk about why at the very very end she looks like a person but throughout the entire movie when she's quote trying to help she's this fucking ghoulish goblin basically chasing her you're chasing your daughter yeah, and instead of being like, hey, I am your mom, and I need your help. It's more like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. All right, well, give me your final thoughts and your rating for Skeletons in the Closet. I feel like the steel book they bring out with this needs to be sold with razor blades and Ambien. There's no way this ever gets a physical release. I'm calling it now. This gets this so? gets buried in Shutter's library and this AMC's Shut- library for all time. This is Shutter's Song of the South. I don't know if it's quite that bad, but not for the same reasons, but still yeah. one where they go, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Fucking fuck. Um, no, uh, Skeletons in the Closet is the worst movie I've seen so far this year. Yep. And it definitely, definitely, it's so bad that I'm going to retroactively vote it for one of the worst movies that we watched last year. Because it's so bad that I don't think a month and a half is enough to contain the shitty shittiness that we end up seeing on screen. I had to use, I pay an electric bill that will go up because I watched it. It's not cool. So what's your rating then? Oh, oh, this is a one out of 10 for me. Wow. No, I'll give it a two out of 10. I'll give it, give it a two and a half out of 10. I'll give it a two and a half out of 10 because, because I really can't help but feel like Cuba Gooding Jr. and Terrence Howard, something happened there. Yeah, Something. maybe maybe I they use this money know. to just like, or maybe they use this film to like just steal a bunch of money or something. I th- I think Terrence <laughs> Howard made so much money Allegedly. off of Empire that he. Do- I I think he made so much money off of Empire he doesn't fucking give a shit anymore. <laughs> I think that's what happened. It's for me. It is confusing why this movie exists, um, and and not to mention it, how it got made on what promises it got made on and. Okay, I I, I want to see actually now that we're talking about this if I can find. It does feel like this is one of those movies that was like discussed at a celebrity party under a head full of a lot of cocaine. Yes, and Terrence Howard and Cuba Gooding Jr. just that night, just like 
fuck it, I'll sign. And then they just sign and they wake up the next day going, oh no. Lance Kawas was the original director. Um, I really just want to be in the room where he's like, I want to make some changes. And they just like kind of throw him out the window. <laughs> uh, and when we look at his, hey, look, he also directed Clown Motel somehow. <laughs> Is one of them getting a job for the other one? They did Is it that together. Happening? Oh my God, they did it together. <laughs> They're the emo. They're the emo band of directors. Clown Motel was their debut. By the second one, they broke up. Oh, fucking! And yeah, he hasn't. I'll bet his creative differences were with the uh, the actor that or the director that we got. That's probably what happened. Well, I mean, if they've worked together in the past, it's I. I would be willing to bet it's probably more of a producer or a Terrence Howard can, type thing. You can always blame the producers. <laughs> well, and especially, dude, on this one, um. Those are all the producers. Look. For the audio format, Mike is scrolling through what I can only count as like half a century's worth of directors. Look at all of these executive producers. Or producers. Executive producers. Oh, the ones doing fucking nothing. Fantastic. Like, I I just feel like I'd be like, after I saw this, I'd be like, I, I don't. I don't want it. Take my name off that, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be remembered for this. I got a couple movies out there where I actually made them do that. <laughs> like, but fucking dude, holy shit. All right. Well, like I said, I don't know why this movie exists. Uh, but as I Cocaine. got, as I got three to eight minutes into it, I was struggling to even pay attention to it even a little bit because it's so fucking bad. The writing is bad. The lighting is bad. The camera work is bad. The acting is bad. The dialogue is bad. The script is bad. The plot is bad. Fuck it. I went and took a shit and let it keep playing. The entire list of everything, of every technical thing that goes into a movie is bad in this. And, and like I said, coming off of, um, coming off of, like fucking Night Swim looks like a goddamn genius made it compared to this. And because and, a genius did make it, a genius took a movie about a swimming pool that kills people <laughs> and made it fun. But see, that's, that's the thing genius. is like Night Swim is not great, admittedly, but it's fun because it is a well made movie. And this doesn't have any redeemable qualities to it. And so it just feels like this shouldn't exist. And somebody allegedly, uh, in my opinion, is probably pocketing money or something to make this work. Something weird is going on behind the scenes for this movie to have any (laughs) reason to exist. Do you think it was an insurance scam? It might. It might like, be. Yeah. It, like there, <laughs> if, if, if in the contracts it said it didn't, cause that's a thing where like if a movie doesn't make a certain amount, there are contracts where like, if it doesn't make a certain amount, like people, that's how people make their money back. It's totally a thing. Maybe, it, it's, maybe Terrence Howard didn't make that much money off of empire because I know the Jerry Maguire money's run out for Cuba Gooding jr. Well, and that's the thing is when we really start thinking about Terrence Howard and Cuba Gooding Jr. and what they've done recently, there's not a whole lot that comes into my brain. At least like well to, known. I, I, li- I like to think that Cuba Gooding Jr. took, show me the money and had to turn it into something sad to get it. Like, show me the money. <laughs> well, I mean, if we, if we look at his IMDb here, 
um, just as oh, an well, actor. No, I'm, life in, life in a year from 2020, which is a Jaden Smith movie, apparently. Um, and then there's a three-year gap, and he comes back for the weapon in 2023, and then this in 2024. Do so, we know what happened to Cuba Gooding Jr.? Because I have no like, idea. Like, uh, like he was in a span of good movies for a long time, and I like him as an actor. Yeah, he's in some and really then, good shit. Not. Do you think? Do you think it was recent, recently? Do you think Q got to Cuba Gooding Jr.? I think Snow. Whatever. Whatever happened, it had something to do with Snow Dogs. <laughs> But no, he's in his, as good as it gets. What dreams may come. Oh yeah, like Pearl Harbor, oh, dude, Rat he was, Race, he was so Zoolander. Good in what dreams may come, dude. He's like he's seen a ton of stuff, and then he mm-hmm. just like around. Let's see here, 2018, 2016, and it's more like 2015, 2016. He just kind of drops off the planet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He probably had some personal shit going on. It's not our fucking business. I mean, that's fair. You, 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 I am curious. You did ask. I, <laughs> you're right. I did ask. It's a thing that happened. But anyway, all right. Whatever you to Cuba Gooding Jr. Stop googling. <laughs> well, for me, uh, this is a three out of ten. You know, it's uh, I've seen worse movies. Thanks, Killing comes to mind. Um, yeah, but Nags Killing knew exactly what it was. Right. And and we've said before that in order for bad movies to be fun, um, you know, the people have to try and no one tried in this. That's the thing is no one, no one, clearly no one gave a shit. No one put any effort into anything, including the crew. And it just feels like everybody phoned in whatever the fuck this is. And it's just a bad Bad movie. God, we're gonna get the Gaffers Union coming after us. I'm so, well. Then make a better fucking movie. I'm. So, I don't know what to tell you. Libel's not liable unless we use a name. In my opinion, this is a shit film, and everyone that yeah. worked on it should be yeah. ashamed of making it. <laughs> In my opinion, and I'm sorry that no one else, you know, well, actually, anybody that has seen this is has very bad things to say. If we were to, like, just for instance. Um, if we were to go to Shutter, <laughs> Shudder, Shud- Shutter, Shutter, Shutter. If Shutter. we were to go to Shutter, go to Shutter horror movies. Um, by the way, they de- Shutter deleted my uh, review of this. Well, that's because you're scum. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. A lot of people are leaving really bad. This is, look, trailer looks awesome, so we left five fucking skulls. <laughs> Die in a fire. Seriously. Went in blind and enjoyed it. Worth a watch. Came out blind, not too happy. But, you know, I, I just feel like um, if you're enjoying this. Um, Wait, what are those five stars? Go back to those five stars. What do those say? GD movie. Are three fouls that hard? of the negative reviews below are the same people making three or so negative reviews each. Look at the uh-huh. reviews on other films. It's the same way. They bomb these reviews. Super negative. You can't even do that on Shutter, by the way. You can't leave multiple. Well, it's almost like somebody doesn't like when you disagree with them. Um, oh, I guess this guy did. Well. That's the only three, one I th- see, though. Three of the same review does not nullify the original review. 
I mean, it's a dick thing to do. A good cast. That's, definitely worth definitely giving this a watch tonight. So he gave it five stars before he watched it. Is there a follow-up? No. Get the follow-up. This is the same guy that, that said trailer looks awesome. So he left two five-star reviews before cool. he even watched it. Cool. You know, when if if you review something before you watch it, you should have to revisit that review at the very end of the movie before it gets submitted. This is fucking crazy, man. I, Do you think those are all crew? <laughs> Acting and script is horrendous. You made a perfectly good Udo Kier right there, and you make this? You sh- he should hate you. <laughs> it is amazing how bad they made Udo Kier look. It's, it's truly astounding. It's Yeah, here we go. This guy's on the same page. It's given tax write-off. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely there I, allegedly oh, there's something there's, going there's on there's something going on with there's the, something with the money here. here or something holy and shit they made we this just find like, our new ne- you think they made this in like three days like they just they just they just shit it out absolutely I think they awful it in three days for sure dull I not scary that- not interesting bad script bad performances all around i don't know how movies like this get made <laughs> I like to think that Cuba Gooding Jr. was just walking around taking a shit on set because he cared so little. Like, clean that. Yeah, they literally did delete my review, though. It's not here. That's really funny. I love that for and you. And it, it was the same review as my, my letterboxed. I'm just going to hang on. Are you going to do it again? Yeah. On the show? You're on the show? Right now? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna, he's, so he's, for everybody who's wondering, he is taking his letterbox review. He is scrolling to the top. He has now gone to the text box. He just copy and pasted it. He is giving it one out of five skulls, <laughs> posting it, and we will have to see what happens later. <laughs> That's Nailed the second it. time I've now put that review in. We'll see if it stays up. Maybe it's because I'm just, cursing. Just some admin at Shutter losing his mind like this fucking motherfucker. It might be because I'm cursing. Now that I'm thinking about it, I, but I don't know. Well, then stop doing that. Yeah, I guess you could not curse. But yeah, this has uh, this has two out of five on Shutter <laughs> for now. For now, it it's was been three out, out of five when I watched it the other day. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to keep going. You know the director's just sitting there hitting refresh over and over and over and over again. <laughs> All right, well, this Why one... Why don't they love my movie? We're, we're being a little bit of haters on this one. And like I said, I know coming off of... Some of it's Coming off the fun. last episode where we're saying, like, we try to go into movies with, you know open mind and all that stuff. Sometimes a shitty movie is a shitty movie is a shitty movie. And there's, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. And we fucking hate a movie. Sometimes we can't be positive all the time. And this is real. No, this is just a bad fucking movie. Yeah, it is. It's just a bad it does, movie. It does. Dude. It did. Seriously. It feels like a, a thing that somebody benefited from the failure of. Yes, exactly. That's a great way to put it. So, uh, have you seen Skeletons in the Closet? I know you haven't. Yes. It's fine. Oh, them. Uh, if you have, let us know what you thought about it, because I would love to know, if for real, if you actually genuinely enjoyed this movie, please tell us why. I am confused why anyone would. Um, yes, and tell us which phase of rehab you're currently in. <laughs> 
Um, so drop us down a comment below if, if you're into this movie at all, cause it would explain a lot for us personally, and maybe we'd be able to sleep at night knowing why stuff like this gets paid for people like you. Um, thank you guys for watching. If you liked this, make sure you hit the like button. If you really liked it, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Cause we got a lot more content like this on this channel and we should be back to a more regular schedule at this point. Hopefully, um, we're both feeling better now. We were both sick. And and it's just been dying. Yes, it's just been a hard couple weeks around here for both of us. So um, thanks for watching, and we will see you guys next time for the video. Uh, bye bye. Ta ta.